0: Today, Radical Ones, look up to the stars with 1996's Dragonheart as we continue our sword and sorcery summer.
1: Thank you. We dragons love to sing when we're happy.
0: It's time to get radical.
1: something really special that I've been promising to show you. What you do to get
0: him? Grab him! And take him! Take him! Like that!
1: Hey! Look! Uh, Adventures in Dragon Tribe. Uh, oh, yes! Let this be our final battle! I have my eyes. I have my cunning. And now I have strength. A never-ending adventure new for your Nintendo Entertainment System. Zelda! You must find a champion. Heart and fueling spirit.
0: Welcome back, Radical Ones, to another episode of the Radical Retro Rewind Podcast. As always, I am your host, Radical Ryan Hunter, here with Rob, the movie geek himself, for another episode in our sword and sorcery summer. Welcome, Rob. Hi, Ryan. Thanks, you, and hello, everyone out there. When we got our summer list together, this was one of the movies that you had put down and... I have never
2: seen it up until this point. Spoiler. That's so wild. I thought that this movie would be right up your alley. So why why didn't you see it? It is May 31st, 1996. And I
0: have absolutely no idea, Rob. I actually investigated this and I went back to the year of 1996 because I'm like, what was going on that year that I did not see this movie? Because like you're saying, Rob, I would have loved this. So, this is the film's Rob that stood out Matilda. Okay. 101 Dalmatians. Okay. Space Jam, Harriet the Spy. This was, this was all out around the same time. Like a, the few months like
2: around like around this time. Okay. Muppet Treasure Island, a very Brady sequel. I like that you're listing all these titles. Are you do you mean to tell me you saw all of these movies in the theater except for Yes. Is this no, crazy? You, didn't. you saw all of these. I swear to god.
0: Mars Attacks saw in the theater. Independence Day saw in the theater. Phantom saw in the theater.
2: They they were all 96.
0: All 96.
2: I saw it in theaters and I saw every movie you just listed at the movies as well. I don't know why this one's any different. And Oddball, which I also saw, which perfect time for this month.
0: The Birdcage, which I saw with my mother. All 1996 around that. So
2: strange. So strange. But this is the beauty of this podcast. (laughs) That's so funny. I saw all of those. 96 was the year. Like, 95, 96 were actually really good years. But what a spectrum, Rob, because I was clearly seeing a very
0: Brady sequel at an age where I was still... Invested to see Matilda in 101 Dalmatian. <laughs> so, wh- what the hell was I doing? <laughs> so funny.
2: 101 Dalmatian stands out to me. I was in Georgia that year. Was Ooh. I? But why? I don't know. I'm in my head because I saw it by myself. And for some reason, I feel that I was in Georgia at that time. But I don't think I moved to Georgia until after 99. So I don't know how that works. I can't remember. I thought I saw that. Was
0: it the sequel, maybe? Because they did do the sequel, too, right? Maybe
2: I saw the sequel in... I can't remember. I just remember going to Dalmatians and I did not like it. (laughs) I was not it, a it fan. It must have been the sequel. I think the sequel no, was No, no, honestly, good. I wasn't a fan of the first one. I mean, it's not like I didn't get it. I just didn't find it amusing, but to be honest, I don't remember really being like, "Oh, the cartoon is so amazing." Yeah. But I don't know, it was just because the animals didn't talk. I guess that threw me a little bit. Um, but then I watched it a second time and I embraced Glen Close and I was like, "This is that's so amazing! I love this movie. <laughs> I didn't need to see it a second time." But we're not talking about that one. We are talking about Dragonheart and the fact that you have prejudice against dragons for some reason. I cannot believe it, Rob.
1: thousand years ago there lived a man of honor and a creature of legend he's the greatest dragon slayer that is <laughs> i personally have seen him slay almost two dragons i haven't had this sort of challenge in some time not likely to okay. again there. they were two sworn enemies how oh, do you like the right, right so far I will rid the world of every last one of you. I am the last one. If you win, you'll be out of work. Who formed an extraordinary alliance. I hope you like it well done.
0: This knight is no dragon slayer.
1: We made a bargain, remember? One dragon put down, one bag of gold. Well done, boy. That's even bigger than the last one. Actually, he's about the same size. This time, I'll collect the money and you can die. But when the forces of evil in, the land. in your kingdom, mine and there are worse fates than death. Father! They found there is no honor. Men like you give people courage and hope. Without risk. I wanted a life and no friendship. For I to die, you must destroy me without sacrifice. I go to save the dragon! Who will go with me? Universal Pictures presents a motion picture that will make you believe. Yeah! Dragonheart.
0: For anyone who has not seen this, it's described as a young, sickly king, Eon or Eon.
2: That's one Eon. That's remember hearing his name eon
0: was wounded in battle in order for him to survive he is healed by draco a dragon some years later bowen a dragon slayer encounters draco the two team up to form a traveling duo that perform an act but the act is only known to themselves bowen supposedly slays dragons and then collects a reward from the town or village and then from there they go on to who tried to save the whole entire kingdom from the evil king. What a movie! Um, well, it sounds like you liked it. Is that correct? This movie was split up over three separate days. Three separate viewings, and each time I would go back a little from where I left off, so I feel like I kind of saw the movie three times, and each time I got further in, I enjoyed it more. That's good. Awesome. The first time I, uh, I was watching it, I was must have been uh, preoccupied, and by the second time, I'm like, Oh, yeah. And by the third, oh my god, by that ending with that
2: music, I was in- almost crying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's funny rewatching it because I had uh, more memory of Draco being in the movie more than what I had witnessed. Apparently, he was only in it for 23 minutes of the movie, maybe even mm-hmm. less, I think I read. It's funny that the the plot goes into them working together because they only do that twice. Out of the whole movie, like it takes them forever to make that deal. It's very true. They don't even interact with each other until after like the first hour or whatever. Not that it's false, but the the big point of this movie is how they become buddy buddy. Wasn't really a big part of this movie. It was actually just about how evil this king was and and how ungrateful this this man was getting a second chance at life. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But the two of them, Draco and Bowen, were fantastic to watch together. And I do remember in the theater that they, that we were all having a good time. Like, the audience was really enjoying their their comedy, so.
0: So you know why I think they mentioned that in the the description, Rob? Even though it's not really in the movie. Evidently, the writer, Patrick Reed Johnson, came up with the idea for Dragonheart and pitched it. And he pitched it as an idea of a dragon and a knight conning villagers for money because he thought that concept was not only funny but kind of sweet and it's the, the last dragon and the last knight meet up and make this deal so can I tell you the first thing I thought of when we get to this red-headed son of the king I said oh my god it is Fred and George Weasley <laughs> it is Ron Weasley's one of them and you could read I swear Rob evil on on this kid yeah from the moment he clutched that crown
2: rob i would have said oh no Mm-mm. yeah it's a little bit of a trope back in the 90s or or even telling a story from that time period you know you look at, well, I mean, it's not like guaranteed each time, but again, aside from his facial expression, usually someone who is very slim, will even say skinny, are perceived as weak. He has a chip on his yes. shoulder. He has a lot to prove. And mix that with money, you turn into a very spoiled brat or someone who believes that everything is deserved to them, but they just have something to prove. And so they mm-hmm. just do everything they can in order to be on top. And that could include... killing your own father or letting him die or you know just betraying the oath and and all the above things that are happening so it makes sense for him to take what's his because what else does he really have to offer if he's not in power like i get it and i i I thought this movie was perfectly cast between the boy and the grown um man. i forget his name at the moment david thruess Yes, yes. He is from Harry Potter fame and he, you know, went around the block and and some change with Leonardo DiCaprio. I know you know that movie. Do you know that movie? No. Oh, yeah. He played an older sort of mentor to Leo and those two were hooking up the (gasps) entire movie. It's called Total Eclipse.
0: Vaguely familiar. You can
2: easily look it up because Leo, you know, doesn't go gay that much so like it would it would come up real quickly but yeah those two were hooking up so much of this movie <laughs> but yes wow. mostly known for harry potter fame
0: <laughs> and that
2: yeah i i i 100 agree like this son was perfectly cast. you could tell he was going to be evil i did remember the depths of how evil he was like just with the idea of him like letting his dad die and he's like grabbing the crown like it's mine it's mine now go die quickly Like, we need you to die. I just forgot all about that. I thought that was crazy. But but then the
0: twist, right, where he grabs the crown and you see this, how wicked he is. And he's just like, yeah, like Rob is saying, why won't you just die already? Because you think the father's... But right after that, he gets impaled by a tree by this other young, younger character who ends up being another character in the movie. And at first I was like, whoa Like, I thought she was going to become somehow the, the rightful heir. So that's how already I was starting.
2: But no. <laughs> yeah, what did I write? I said, um... J- I jumped and then a mother will do anything for her child right I think she knew that he was not pure of heart it is, it's mm-hmm. just a matter of being a mother like you just want to save your child at all costs she may not have spent too much time with him as much as Bowen has as far as like training and stuff so he has more of an idea of like is he chill is he mm-hmm. no is he with the O does he you, you know and he's all like yes I've taught him everything he follows everything I do like he's awesome so she's like, fine, let's just go get him fixed then. And so... (laughs) I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. It's just really too bad that he had no idea how dark his heart was. I I really don't understand. It's To be a mentor and to teach somebody, you have to be very... I shouldn't say egotistical, but there's there's just something self-righteous about, oh, I'm going to train this guy, and because I'm training him, he clearly is good. And I guess... I don't want to say that this kid was a good manipulator, but he obviously said everything he... Like, Bowen wanted to hear, and he just ate it up. You know, like, it's just so easy to praise Bowen, and he'll just believe whatever, because... It's what he wants to hear. I, I you and I could tell. Why couldn't he tell? So tr-
0: that's what I'm. You're right, Rob. Especially as a mentor, he must have seen him every day, basically, or in and out of his life. And to me. I- i don't even think he pretended i think this kid was so pretentious and he got away with it clearly but you're right it's something that he definitely did not see or he did not
2: want to see you can just sense the desperation in this boy like i just and you you like even when they were sparring he just had such a nasty attitude about losing and i just uh, i don't know and i think he even said something snarky Like, when they were like, oh, I'm going to go fight, and he goes, I want to go too, and I deserved it for you. He was like, you know, I'm like, he clearly hasn't learned anything. Nope. You're given a new chance at life, and he still went evil. That's the sad part. Draco had a choice, right? He was like, I'm not just going to give up, or a piece of my heart, or... (laughs) you know, go for bat for this little boy that I don't know. He was like, I need you to swear for me. And then Bone was like, I'll do it. He was like, no, 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 no. The boy says it. I don't care if he's on his last, like, right rap. He better swear to me that he is going to uphold the, the law. And I, j- I love that, even though it didn't work. But I love that he made the boy swear. And that boy lied
0: through his dying teeth with his holding his crown in his hand. It's just a lot to a get. On a gurney.
2: Um for somebody that you don't know. And, you know, he... Th- they were all about loyalty back in the day, I guess you could say. <laughs> <laughs> True. Overall, I, I will say that I enjoyed watching this movie again. I did laugh out loud a couple of times. And I think what drew me to this movie so much, especially watching it in theaters, was how human and lifelike Draco was. in his spa- mm. facial expressions and his mannerisms, they were very human-like. And I I really enjoyed that. I think especially when he pretended to take the stake into his heart, while they were scheming and it was just a theatrics of him just going through the motions and like oh and then you know just kind of like falling to the ground in the water i just thought it was like this is clever this is clever and this is the movies that i like to watch i just enjoyed that and you know they made like made draco look like sean connery like that was the whole point of that look you can see it and it's like perfectly cast with him I'm so glad that he is Draco. This is, again, the roller coaster I had with this
0: movie. The first watch where I got like 34 minutes in, 40 minutes in. And this is pretty lengthy, right, Rob? This is like almost, I would say close to two hours mm-hmm. almost. Of- I was so taken back just hearing Sean Connery's voice. That's all I could picture was an older man talking as this dragon especially when after he gets the name and he's just like I'm Drake oh my god it took me out
1: ready or not here I come no, I it's Draco Out
0: time then by the second time i'm getting more warm up to this voice and then by the third time again by the ending of this movie i was just like oh yes look up to the stars
1: (laughs) to the stars bowen to the stars
0: I think had I seen this, you know, as a kid,
2: I would have just fallen right into it. But
0: I do love that casting.
2: So we're talking casting right now. Did you read that it was almost Liam Neeson?
0: Which is crazy, Rob. Because did you see this? It says because they didn't see him as an action hero. And to me, I mean, I'm not even going with Taken and all these things. I'm going a few years later
2: being a Jedi like I'm so glad. Well, wasn't Liam Neeson up for the Draco voice, or was he up for Bowen? Bowen, actually, oh, it says okay. the one I saw said Bowen, and they didn't see him as an action. I thought he was for Draco. Didn't they have somebody as a different voice, like Clive Owens, or something? Or maybe Clive Owens was he was in the the like the post the pre production shoots, I think, or something. I read. Well,
0: I saw this other name, which was crazy because she had another movie out at the same time. Whoopi. Goldberg yes, she as Draco. was supposed to be. She could have been Draco, and I wouldn't have minded that at all. Back to Liam Neeson, that like Bowen part. I mean, Tom Hanks, Kevin Bacon, Harrison Ford, Mel Gibson, yada, yada. Patrick Swayze. But Arnold Schwarzenegger is in Rob. Spoiler every casting, I think, this summer. This every movie, supposedly Arnold Schwarzenegger was almost in. I mean, literally, down to Clash of the Titans. I'm like, this man evidently was going to star in every
2: movie in the 80s, in the 90s. 90s <laughs> well i do like the casting in in this movie i thought dennis quaid did a, a fantastic job and dina meyer oh my god was she so young so so young uh, jason isaac's Forgot he was in this, and I was actually really shocked on the type of person he was playing in this movie. A lot of this cast, I had no idea was in this movie. Oh, our our very own Brian Thompson. We got to (laughs) give it to Brian Thompson. (laughs) Really, in everything, honestly, right? (laughs) Yeah, so funny to see him immediately. I was like, oh my gosh, Shao Kahn! I know him. I know him. He was actually in it for most of it too. I didn't really, I didn't really remember him that much, which was nice, Mm -hmm. which was a nice
0: surprise as well. Yeah, but
2: yeah i i enjoyed dennis quaid in in this i i thought the whole cast all around even our preacher um postal thought Thwa, wait wait three is it <laughs> i always get his name wrong postal wits post the witch wit yeah uh yeah i even enjoyed him i thought he was he was fun too so wonderful cast i don't think i would have traded out anyone and um i really enjoyed the buddy comedy of it all um i'm sure there are movies like this sort of all around but just The idea of having a dragon and and this man become friends is fun for me. So, but I enjoyed the tie in of the moral aspect of the heart being connected to him and, you know, all of that. I know.
1: In giving my heart, I've taken on every poison stirring in his evil breast. Even the pain of his death must be mine. You cannot blame yourself.
2: I mean, it, it definitely created stakes, right? And yes. it made sense that, you know, if they share one heart, obviously they are inflicting one another. I don't, I don't there's a little bit of magic to it when it comes to pain inflicting on right. both. It'd be different if the heart only was punctured and then that affected the both of them. But any kind of pain affects. And there wasn't really any other magic in this, so I don't know... Do you think that all ties together and that works and makes sense for the rest of it, you know?
0: I was gonna ask you too with the whole Idea by the end when the king was Like oh you can live for eternity So he's came up with the idea Basically if he doesn't kill Draco He could live forever as well right They wouldn't die then because I think That the king would still age but maybe He didn't die as long as both hearts were beating
2: It could be but then what's
0: the point Like if you keep aging into the point that You're a skeleton and you're just walking around Like they didn't really
2: establish the Whole entire rules but yes he Believes excuse me he believes that he is immortal as well um what did you think about the cgi of draco
0: happy jurassic park 30th anniversary this month as well this had a lot of the team that worked on jurassic park and they built the model of the dragon off the cgi from the t-rex and elongated it and stretched it i actually saw a video of this as like the first steps of this movie so that blew my my mind really that connection and it it looks good because i mean we'll get into in a little they came up with sequels and i saw clips it's amazing that the cgi from again 1996 looks so much better than the sequel they just came out with 2020 or whatever so how does that happen rob (laughs)
2: it It was a little worse than what I remember as a kid. It reminded me a lot of Reptile from Mortal Kombat, to be honest. (laughs) It was just this glossy look over when he first sort of arrived on (laughs) the scene. Reptile win. Flawless victory. That I was like, okay, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. But I was curious what you thought. But again, his facial expressions and everything was was it for me. I, I thought those were nice touches that they gave the dragon in order to, you know, emote emotion.
1: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health.
0: Do you know the other thing I really liked, too, that there was no, and I call it forced romance, between the two, the, the human leads of Dennis Quaid and Dina? You know, it kind of was implied that maybe they liked each other, but I liked that we didn't have to get into this romance and that they were, gonna, you know, like, we didn't
2: need that in this movie. The romance was the dragon, I
0: think, and the knight in
2: that sense. Yeah, I agree. I think that just them being on the same side was enough for me to have them you know be a team and that it didn't have to be about romance and whatnot yes and yes she was sort of held by sword point (laughs) but at the end of the day he was struggling with having to take out Draco rather than what happened to her not to say he had to choose but the story for me was about can we keep their friendship together? And it wasn't like, can they live happily ever after? I was more about their friendship. So I'm glad that they didn't go too far with the romance. Cause I think it would yes. have distracted us from, I think what is the the main point of the story is the two of them and their connection. So that that's me. That's me. So yeah, it was implied, but they didn't really make it like official thank goodness and then if this movie was not pg-13
0: and evidently it's really just because of the sword and the fights of this movie when that king has her pinned to his bed a few times it's just like oh my god i'm so glad that this movie is innocent in the way because in another version of this movie which evidently rob the sequels keep getting more and more like i guess Like the last one, evidently, was so bloody and like it's complete opposite of where it
2: started at. Oh, it's very *Land Before Time*. It gets more childish as it goes on so I'm surprised they didn't turn them into musicals just the same I
0: loved this it was in pre-production as early as 1992 with Jim Henson excuse me that the shop hired to create the dragon I am all about practical effects I mean I know it's all about the magic now of the CGI at the time but this is they built a full-size dragon head and an animatronic dragon puppet so I would have loved to have just seen what they came up with even
2: yeah, I think they did a, a wise choice of using practical effects. I, I read somewhere that they used an actual plane as sort of the model of when he's flying and whatnot. So um, and then maybe just CGI it over it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I like that they still kept some practical effects in this for sure. So I really quickly have to mention the, I
0: guess it's the theme of this movie. I sent a clip to Rob of the Mulan trailer, which is my favorite Disney movie. And I'm watching this movie and I'm like, I've never seen this movie before, but why do I know this song? And it's beautiful. I mean, this, if anything, this score is gorgeous and I'm thinking I'm thinking and then I'm like oh my god this was in the Mulan trailer I and I always wanted remembered to that I always wanted to find out what song that was I thought that was going to be in the movie as a kid and I always said that's music score so gorgeous meanwhile I go on and I find out it was used in the Oscars it was used in the 2004 Olympics so <laughs> this is so crazy that this song is they said it's been used in dozens of movie trailers
2: I I know, I can see why. I only associate it with Dragonheart, though. I Again, when I was even watching that Mulan trailer, I was like, this is so out of place. I was like, this yeah. doesn't work for me. But it was in the trailer. I had no idea. That's that's funny. They
0: have been saying there's a potential remake, Rob. Really? Why? Especially with the sequels, there's five
2: of, There's yeah. five movies all together. I don't need... They do not need to remake this. And for... I don't know. That's a little weird. Like, who? who's out there thinking like god i wish there was another dragon heart movie uh,
0: the writer evidently because he says 2013 this started he said he wanted to to do it again with sean connery at the time of course and liam neeson his original choice okay then in 2018 he says there is still interest in the project to be remade because of the momentum of the of all of the prequels and sequels they made so leading to a big budget remake of the original film i think
2: you like you said rob i don't know if that's needed at this point i i just (laughs) i don't know exactly what the gimmick would be i mean i yeah that would be really interesting to see what they choose to do with that i i want to talk about eon for a minute this this guy played a very very good villain I think if anyone needed some pure evil on screen, this was a great example. You know, after getting the second chance at life, you know, this this king didn't wait but five minutes before going against the code. Really? Literally? (laughs) Like he was willing to kill the people who raided and, you know, the very person who actually stabbed the king, you know, was punished by being blinded by poker. And like, I just that was just so messed up. And I'm just like, who hurt him? Like, I just wonder the relationship between him and his father. I don't know what has been put in his head to have him come out so vindictive, especially with the mentoring of Bowen trying to... Bring all this good out of him. Like, what was this dad like to make this boy so evil? That's actually a great question, Rob. Because the mother
0: clearly has a heart that she's even willing to sacrifice her son's, you know, life just to for the greater good. After she realizes how evil he is.
2: Oh, I have come.
1: I know. In giving my heart, I've taken on every poison stirring in his evil breast. Even the pain of his death must be mine. You cannot blame yourself. Death without immortality. That was not the only reason. I had to wait for a time when mankind would not repeat my mistake and let tyranny thrive. When there would be those who remembered the once ways, remembered that even in the darkness there is still light. Cannot see. Are the stars shining tonight? Brightly, my lord. Brightly. Then let us end it.
2: Do you think that it comes from kind of a nurture thing or is it just because of the simple fact that he was rich and spoiled? I mean that wickedness seems to it
0: that was like pure like you said evil i think like i think there's a diff. i hope there's a difference
2: because telling you the first time that kid went on the f- screen i was like oh, wow i love this though because i think it's so funny that when you see a child go evil get this everyone gets <laughs> blamed for it except for the parents the parents are the <laughs> only ones who get away scot-free it is the teachers <laughs> it's society it's his friends it's tv it's video games but it's never the parents so what does Bowen? <laughs> Do du- Bowen decides, oh, you dragon, you piece of crap, you corrupted this boy, yada yada. Yeah. And he went on a what 20 year plus 12 years, 12 years fighting dragons. All these dragons Killing died them. based on exactly his stupid misunderstanding. Can you believe this? This is I wild. thought that was horrifying,
0: Rob, and that the fact that he was this like. I mean, I guess he has to be okay with it. He was the last one at that point. But I'm like, wow, this guy killed all of these dragons that are so beautiful that they sing when they're happy. You're right. It's horrifying for this one evil kid. And you'll kill me for
1: sport. And when there are no more dragons to slay, how will you make a living knight shut up
2: i also love the fact that sean connery must have voiced every single male dragon in that movie because for bowen not to recognize his voice
0: yeah that made no sense
2: i was like this is not clark kent okay like he doesn't have a pair of glasses on his voice is so distinctive i would easily just be like you're the dragon that poisoned this boy and he he had how had did no he idea. not
0: exactly like that voice with if he had such a vengeance for him i think he would
2: have that voice yeah imprinted in his head but did drago know the whole time draco did he know the whole time or was there a certain point in their friendship because the minute he mentioned the king he was like i did not corrupt that kid and i was like "You yes knew but did you think he knew the whole time
0: even when he was getting attacked that's an interesting question on the third viewing I did get that idea on the first two times when I saw those scenes I didn't see it but the third especially when he said oh everyone every dragon knows that tale like you know what I'm gonna give him
2: yes that he knew because
0: he's a magical dragon
2: you yeah I think he knew I mean why wouldn't he to be honest and it it just sucks he just had he had a little bit of regret just being like dang I thought that because remember he he admits, he goes, I already knew the boy was evil. I just thought that my heart would help Terrible. him, but yeah. it didn't happen. That's That's so why he wanted sad. the boy to swear. I think that's what happened. And it still didn't work. I know, right? It still didn't but work. But Eon, like, oh. he's, like, almost raping women and, yes. you know, like, he's, oh, God, he was just so horrible. The tip of the iceberg is him, you know, taking out his own mother. How on of you i love this woman she is the type of woman who is queen because she hustled she did what (laughs) she had to do to make it to the top and stay to the top do you know this woman literally was like my son i have the best dragon slayers all from all the land to hunt down this dragon and the minute they were there i was like i know what you're doing you are sneaky You are sneaky. And I forgot about that small little plot point. But she was like, here are your best dragon slayers. Because the moment they die, you die. And she knew it. And I just was like, this is a woman who hustles. Like, I know she put in the work for her power. And I dig her for it. I dig her for it. I thought that was such an awesome plan. (laughs) It just sucked that it did not work.
0: Wasn't the journey alone to get to the dragon like a week or two? She had to walk too. So yeah, this woman, she did take control yes. and she was wearing those willow mum raw head get up <laughs> thing too
2: so that moment though when she is confronted with her son and the son realizes that oh you tried to trick me and you know he's like i can't believe you do this to your own kid and blah blah and she just walks away into the blackest room ever did she know Uh, that was my question to you do you think that she knew her fate that this was it for her and she decided to kind of just do it out you know not in front of everyone or do it with grace i don't know but do you think that she knew what was going to happen to her she had to that's how i took it too she knew
0: like she was walking to her death but then at that point i guess i said oh they did it off screen for the
2: kids i guess but yeah
0: i think she knew yeah i hope she would have ran though but no
2: I mean, if, if I was Eon, I'd probably do the same thing. I mean, I don't want this woman near me if she wants me to die. <laughs> but she was he was a horrible king. And I just, he was so bad. But to the point of the movie, I think he did a phenomenal job as playing this evil guy. Everything Truly. about him just screamed like, you deserve what's coming to you. <laughs> For
0: the 20th anniversary, this was... I mean this was years ago at this point they actually did a never before seen footage enhanced visual effects remaster and a remastered soundtrack so maybe if this is
2: on blu-ray or something this might look amazing it nowadays It could it might yeah I mean I don't think this movie is like boring or even outdated to not you know form of rewatch I I think the lightheartedness of the buddy comedy between the two of them I think is enough to just have a funny good time and I I don't know there's something about its 90s charm that gives it that rewatch feeling truly true I don't know if that even made sense but there's just something about it where it's just like you would never see a movie like this again and the movie is actually not bad like even the idea of the movie isn't bad but yeah I who who would think somebody would be like, oh, you want to go? You know, otherwise it would be animated. Like, you just don't think about right. these kind of movies. I wanted to talk about Bowen a little bit. So Bowen has been definitely betrayed. His eyes have been open. He's been, you know, bamboozled by this boy and feels that this is very Mad Mardigan. Remember how he was betrayed and then felt like I don't work for no one. I don't my my oath isn't to anyone. I you know, like I put in my work as a knight and I'm noble and I'm true and all this stuff. And what do you you know, you see the world for what it is. It's evil and it just gives power to the undeserved and he's like i'm done right and i like this line that he says he goes why should i stick my neck out for people afraid to take risks of their own so you had a- another night being like fight with us there are people who need your help yep and he's like this entire town isn't willing to stand up for themselves so why am i putting my my you know myself my yeah. in in risk for people that don't care about their, their town. And I like, I totally get it. Like, uh, yeah, he's super burnt out and he's just lost all hope for people. But what do you think of this? Like decline of not necessarily self-worth, but just like not having any kind of honor of no kind compared to like Matt Mardigan. Like, what do you think about sort of this trope that we're noticing between the two movies? Great point. I feel like this could happen. You could, I'm
0: sure this happened like in real life too, when they just, you put everything into them, you know, into this the fight. And then they, you know, they're portrayed, their king does this. Yeah, especially this one where he was so invested in this code in this pack to raise this kid. I could totally see him turning his back on everything. But the whole time I've kept saying you had to have known, like you were saying he you had to have known like you killed all these dragons and meanwhile, I mean it's
2: right in front of you. It was right in front of you. Well, both times both characters were given a reason to fight for a greater purpose, not of yes. their own and i think he learned that it's not all about him and that he did it for a reason right and it's to fight for the underdog the ones that can't fight for themselves to a certain degree True. and I, I i liked his growth i i liked his arc on you know trying to believe in that once again i when he was saying the oath in front of that ghostly king or whatever that stone i thought that was beautiful yes. i thought it was so cool and it, it was a really nice moment so i I, I enjoyed sort of that part of the storyline too and is that Draco and that friendship was enough for him to really like get back to where he was before that's that's why this friendship is so powerful and that's why I like this movie so much as cheesy as I just sounded I dig that kind of stuff and I, I just like that this movie gave him enough belief like you can get back into who you used to be and, and still feel honor even though you've been burnt before so I really like that. And Draco, I love this line. He's so classy. He goes, Draco is a man that just never swallows.
0: <laughs> oh, Michael! Yeah. you remember that?
2: <laughs> Great point. Oh, my God.
1: They're trying to placate you with a sacrifice. Oh, whoever gave them that bright idea? Oh, never mind. Just get rid of her. Oh! Eat her! Oh, please. Yuck. Aren't we squeamish? You ate Sir Aglamor, hypocrite. I merely chewed in self-defense. But I never swallowed
0: improvise i looked into ha- what happens in the sequel
2: to this please tell the world i'm sure they're just on the edge of their seat let's know because i'm never i can't i can't i i do remember watching the second one a little bit i just know it, it had looked nothing.
0: horrible it
2: had little um little Masterson in it, though. Yes! But I just... I just... I can't bring myself to do it. So, like, what happened? I was like, where are they getting the next dragon from,
0: right? So I just looked to find out that Bowen, played by clearly a different actor at this point. Old, old, old man. Gray. He goes to Drago's lair, where they first meet. And what does he find? Dragon eggs. Oh, God.
2: How is that possible? Dragons are (laughs) asexual, just like Jurassic Park. They just... they. Find a way. Oh, I wasn't even. I was just thinking like. Well, I shouldn't say asexual, but I mean they're able to, you know, proc- yeah, yeah procre- like uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> procreate. Yeah.
2: But I mean, did
0: Draco know? Like, or no? This is just added on to make the sequel. Of course, but you go from there. If Helen, I always call her Bottom Carter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bottom Carter evidently was the voice in the the last one. Oh,
2: twenty twenty. That's right. Twenty. I did read about that really
0: quick. Rob, I like to been touching on this merchandise lately with our sword and sorcery movies, so. They had Dragonheart Fire and Steel, a video game loosely based on the movie for PlayStation Saturn PC and a Game Boy version. But get this, the PlayStation cover had a dragon on it that was made in the 80s from some stock art that they just used that has nothing to do <laughs> with Draco. If you look at it, it looks like Dungeons and Dragons, like a horrifying dragon. And a Dragonheart Kenner action figure line, including a del- Lux, light up, talking Draco, the heart lit up, or whatever,
2: and it talked. Very cool. I did not come across any of those toys. I do remember passing the video game cover boxes at the video store all the time so I'm definitely aware of the video game never played it but I was curious how they were gonna do the sequel and I think after that second one I was just like nope this is a memory that I'm just gonna keep hidden with the first one and that's it I don't think I can go any further I mean I think a movie plot like Dragonheart is something that can be stretched out is it going to be cohesive no but I think it's a very easy way to just be like let's have a different scenario where you know, this happens and it's the same thing. Let's see how it works out. It, it's an easy enough plot that you can make billions of these movies, right? But the quality is something that it lacks. And it just sucks that they took a movie that actually was pretty good and was like, oh, because you can still make quality, good money grab movies, right? Like, yes. Just because you're taking the easy route on making like a sequel doesn't mean you have to take out the quality of it. And they that, could have really true. got into, I mean, whether it's budget or you didn't have the right writers, but they could have put some effort into these sequels if they wanted to. Nothing stopped them from making this like a wonderful franchise, but whatever
0: and how did i miss
2: not only this movie which i don't know what i thought was like a braveheart
0: kind of movie in my head when i heard this movie over the years but how did i miss that they made five of these
2: that's so funny
0: (laughs) what i mean every time i
2: look up this movie like the sequels come up before the original does so they're there now maybe one day i'll watch them but i just can't bring myself to do it i can't even imagine yeah i keep seeing there's like a
0: multi-pack they just they're forcing you to buy all of these movies at once Rob's Recommendations Rob, do you have some recommendations for this sword and sorcery Dragonheart crowd?
2: Of course, of course, without question. Okay. For those who remember Dragonheart, or for those who watched it along with Ryan for the first time, and you just liked sort of the tone and the feel of the movie, here are three movies that are similar that you might get a kick out of based on um, Dragonheart. And uh, the first one I'm going to say is a very obvious one, How to Train Your Dragon. I mean, <laughs> if this is not the animated version, I don't know what is, but uh, How how to Train Your gra- Dragon, animated, I believe it's DreamWorks. Yes, yes, I yes, believe yes. so, yes. Um, I w- want to say that they're getting a live action movie of this, if I'm not mistaken. I think I just read about it. Ooh,
0: dragons back in pop culture. So that
2: should be interesting. And uh, the next title I have is, again, just sort of piggybacking off of the human-animal sort of buddy aspect, but also that very heartfelt dramatic connection between the two said characters white fang i don't have many memory of this movie but i just know the relationship between this boy and this wolf was legendary everybody talks about and i think they went up to part three whether they're connected or not i can't remember but uh white fang yes i definitely recommend that i think it has the same heart as Dragonheart does and um, if you like the medieval time, that time period, and also the wonderful, seducing voice of Sean Connery, I suggest watching <laughs> one of his other films that kind of takes place in that era, and it's called First Night. And this, with um with, I believe, Richard Gere. Here was in this. Um, I don't remember the movie that well. I just know from the plot and everything that this, I think, would fit under the same realm to entertain you in that same way. All right, now, if you did not like this movie, it was too kiddish or too cheesy, didn't like the CGI, maybe it's too old, too silly, not realistic enough, I have some movies for you. First up, a dragon film, but on the other side of the spectrum, this is for the adults, Called Reign of Fire with Kristen Bale. Yes. You want to see dragons be the the villains of of us humans? Watch Reign of Fire. Do you remember Reign of Fire? I really liked that movie. You did? It gave me
0: those, it was like that post apocalyptic kind of feel Mm -hmm.
2: with dragons, I feel like. Great. And next, I have sort of the quirkiness of Dragon Heart, but done more modern. Maybe more down to earth, A Knight's Tale with Heath Ledger. I think this movie delivers on the comedy. I think the movie is also perfectly casted and it definitely hypes up that era, but it gives it a modern twist, especially with the soundtrack. I think it had a lot of like pop rock in it. At the time, sound. So Night's Hell is a great one if Dragonheart didn't do it for you. This one just leans a little more right off the fantasy aspect, but still keeps its nature in medieval times. And last but not least if dragonheart didn't do it for you but the sort of impact of of voice acting is something that impresses you if it's done right i have a movie that is um a, it's a heavy drama it's super super sad but in a good way i mean it just tells a really touching story of um an adolescent who has to deal with grieving of the loss of his uh, mother And he sort of just transports himself in his own fantasy world in order to cope, which includes a monster voiced by Liam Neeson called A Monster's Call now i don't know if many people really know about this movie i saw it in theaters has sigourney weaver in it as this sort of like pseudo stepmother ish person like she comes off evil but she actually is just very frustrated like she's been put into the the you know the responsibility of motherhood uh, out of nowhere and she's just kind of coping because she doesn't know what she's doing either but this little boy is trying to strength within himself to really deal with the loss of his mother but also his being bullied at school and he just escapes to this world where this monster like literally is just trying to like get him to like buck up and like stand up for yourself and be strong and the voice casting with liam neeson compared to this monster who i think is also designed to look like liam neeson it's so good look up a trailer look up a poster just look up what the monster looks like and if you watch the trailer and see That you are interested, you will not regret it. I think this movie is fantastic. And it's just done on a more serious vibe than Dragonheart. So I would say that in parallel, this would give you more of an emotional impact. I'm actually looking at a picture. Based on this still, it looks fantastic, the monster. He looks like a tree. It's, yes, tree yeah. Rock. It is visually stunning. I The, the special effects are amazing. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's an underlining movie that many people don't really know about. But I, I remember seeing it. I was impacted very, very much by it. So definitely go see it. I'm really
0: enjoying this sword and sorcery summer. I'm hoping to see more movies that I haven't seen, Rob, in general. What an experience. That's good.
2: Yeah, I want to say that when I was making my list of possibilities to be in this summer theme, this movie was the first one that I thought of out of everything. Because, I mean, all the natural never-ending stories and all of that stuff, yes, duh. But, like, this is a movie I know that many people don't know. So I was like, this has got to make it on the list. So I'm glad it, it got your approval. So next week
0: we are doing Return to Oz, which is, speaking of a little different, it's more of the magic. Magical, mythical kind of side of this summer and rob that is just one of those movies that i have
2: just loved since it came out
0: well i was born the year it came out but since i remember watching it
2: <laughs> yeah i'm very excited for return to oz i think that movie is so good it's so vastly different from the original and <laughs> yes it really sets an audience apart like you are either wizard of oz or you are either return <laughs> to oz and <laughs> you have to pick a side the original TikTok, yes the, yes. This is before the app and this is before Kesha. Yeah. It this is the original yeah. tick talk right here.
0: <laughs> so Rob, where can
2: people find you when you're not hanging out over here? For 2023, I am posting every single movie that I watch for the year and just doing small little snippets of my review and my score from one through five and just giving sort of a, a little description of what I thought of the movie. I'm reviewing old and new movies, any movie that I watch, even if it's a rewatch, I'm going to post it right now. As we are talking in June, we're almost half through the year. I've watched over 55 titles. Wow. And a full length movies. So uh, yeah. And it's going to keep going. I have no idea what the number will be at the end of the year, but uh, yeah, look on Instagram under Rob the Movie Geek. I think it may also be under the Unique Geek as well. And just follow the journey on uh, the movies that I watch, and definitely suggest any movies you think I should be watching. Yeah, DM me and and let me know.
0: And the links will of course be below in the description. And the Radical Retro Rewind podcast. One word on Instagram, Rob. I realized for the first three years of this podcast, I've been saying radical retro rewind podcast instagram and the whole time it's just been radical retro really Rewind. Why have rewind. i not corrected
2: you on this i thought you knew your own page
1: I I, like, you, you think know, i would he knows
2: what he's talking about
0: you think i would right so i finally change it to that and then i realized that every old link is now obsolete because instagram just Ugh, I just screwed us all up so Radical Racial Rewind Instagram it is in the description if you're missing it's there so join us next week thank you again loved that Rob brought this movie to my attention so thank you Rob of course
2: glad you liked it
0: me too three times <laughs> bye everybody we'll see you next week bye bye without Draco
1: without you What do we do? Where do we turn? To the stars, Bowen, to the stars.